clever and amateur. You give it a shot. Eight for effort. Take a letter. And this bitter pill for swallowing and break a leg. But I hear it's awfully hard to follow me. And opening up for me, it ain't no picnic neither. Either you get What's up, people? Welcome to Greater Than Real. This is episode two. I'm Tyler Young. Once again, I'm in Ryan's apartment. What's up, Ryan White? Nobody. What's up? And uh, we're with Dred Johnson via Skype, because he is stuck in Guam still. Hey, buddy. (laughs) The sounds of Guam. Oh, you're literally trapped. I get it. There you go. Yeah. So... Episode two. What are, we, what are we doing? What's what is everybody into right now? It's South Park, Besides right? Masturbation. Besides jerking off all the time. Yeah, just get to South Park already. You know, it's you South talk Park. About it. Everybody's playing South Park. It just came out yesterday. It got great reviews. People are giving it nines, nine point fives. I am inclined to agree. I'm only about, I think, two, three hours into it. Mm-hmm. I'm having a fucking blast. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to speak for you guys, but I think it's fantastic. It's kind of simple, um, but I think it works towards its advantage because it kind of feeds into the whole like kind of simple, like kind of crappy style, the South Park, like cardboard, like every, like it's just kids with their imagination and they're LARPing and they're just hitting each other with sticks and stuff and they're wearing mm-hmm. cardboard and... Mm-hmm. I think it works. I think it all works. It's really charming, even though it's super crude and violent. What do you guys think? First impressions. Are you playing it, Ryan? I've only played like an hour, maybe, of it. Very yeah. little. Just an hour. Or like, how far into it are you? Do you know where you left off? Uh, fighting gingers, <laughs> I believe. Oh, really? I haven't fought any gingers yet. Oh, okay. Alright, so you're in the school fighting the hall monitors. Yes. Oh, oh, you are. Okay, I got past that part already then. Which was a great... I like how it's a little bit meta and how... uh, It's Mr. Mackey, right? That's his name? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mr. Mackey's just like, no way, Clyde, you're not going to get out of detention. And you're like fighting all the hall monitors. And he's like, God damn it. Well, he has to get the bronze key. And then to get that... He has to get to the silver key and then get to the gold key, and then he has to go through the boss, and no one gets through the boss. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, making fun of the fact that you have to gather these stupid keys and fight a boss to go get your friend, and that they're aware of it. So much of the game is making fun of video game tropes. Uh, without yeah. being too spoilery, you do end up in a spaceship at one point, and. Throughout the spaceship, you come across voice recorders, people logging things that have happened. And the all the voice recorders are saying is, oh, I'm lost, but I have to keep making recordings, and I'm trying to find food, but all, all I keep finding is more recordings. <laughs> making these recordings all the time. Why am I stopping to do this? I'm in great danger. <laughs> exactly. I think that's, that's almost word for word at what one of the voice recorders says. There, there are a few more little things like that, how... Uh, Lots of times, they give you the choice of doing something, but then when they present you the choice, they say, you really don't have a choice. Just pick the one we want you to pick. Mm-hmm. And then if you pick the other one, they're like, all right. And then the other the one you should have picked happens anyways. <laughs> so they're basically just showing you, like, you don't really have a choice. 
just like so many other games that, you know, they present you with these different options, but it leads to the same, you know, eventuality. Just like right in the very beginning, like Cartman's, all right, so why don't you tell us your name? And you type in your name, and he's like, so, you want to be called Douchebag? You're like, yes or no? And you're like, no. No. <laughs> oh, so you would like to keep your name Douchebag? No. no. <laughs> All right, douchebag. Welcome to the Kingdom of Coop Keep, which is great, by the way, the KKK. Yeah. It's uh, great when Tolkien yells it. Yeah, for the KKK. For the KKK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I talked to Tolkien real quick, like out in the yard, in Cartman's yard, and he's like, you know, I was really reluctant to join the KKK, but Cartman had some really good points. <laughs> There's a lot of jokes like that. <coughs> I love all the, the different video game nods, too. So, so far, I've already seen Skyrim stuff, because you basically get a dragon shout, which is just yeah. farting. Uh, I got Lost in the Lost Woods from Zelda. I'm sure you guys recognize that. Mm -hmm. Which, how did I get out of there? Oh, that's right. My parents got pissed because I just kept getting lost. And they're like, come back home. You're going to get grounded. Um, I was just amazed to, like, have my own character. I made my guy look like me, but like, a you know, an eight-year-old. And I just have, was having so much fun just walking around in the South Park world because it looked exactly like an episode. It looked like I was walking around in the literal show. I mean, we're reiterating everything every other review has already said, but it really does look that, I don't know, I don't know if good is the word or bad, but it looks just like the South Park show. Yeah. The way they move, the way they talk, mannerisms, everything. So here's, awesome. how is the gameplay grabbing you guys? I uh, like it. Like the fighting system? Sure. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh the only things, as far as, like, gameplay... Because it's like just like a JRPG. I, I feel like I'm playing Paper Mario. Yes, actually. That's a very similar combat system. Yeah. I, I like the um, little, like, quick time events. How, like... Uh, how, like... Uh, every attack, you have, you have, like, a little, like, quick time, like, thing to boost your attack. So it kind of keeps you on your toes. And you can defend when people are coming at you. And... Mm -hmm. You know, I like the, um, like, I've died a couple of times already and then came back to the fight and tried to do a little bit smarter and I, and I bested them really quickly. So, you know, it there is some strategy involved. It's just kind of light, you know. Mm -hmm. But the only things I didn't really like were they don't explain some things all that well. Like, there's a part where I found this kid that was, like, kind of fucked up on the ground, like he just got beaten up. And he was sitting there like, Muh. and he had this key because he, he was like the hall monitor thing. Uh, well, anyways, I, I was supposed to do something with him. I was supposed to interact with him with one of my buddies. And I didn't realize that you can switch one of your buddies by going into the menu and switching them out when you're not in the battle. They never explain that to you, and they never tell you that's what you have to do to get this kid to give you a key. So I was stuck there for like 10 minutes just walking around this area like, what the fuck? And people just kept repeating dialogue and yeah. I felt like an idiot. I'm like, well, what am I missing? Like, this game is incredibly simple. Like, what am I doing they wrong? They explained it to me. When did they explain it to you? Uh, just, just at the bottom it says, use your, use your buddy skill. 
Yeah, well, I switched my buddy out in battle, right? So I had, like, Kenny on me, and he didn't have the healing. Yeah. They didn't tell me that I had to switch my buddy out and use a different power on him. Because I just kept trying to get Kenny to charm him. I was like, what the hell? Right. They didn't tell That's me weird. that I can... I had no issue with that. Well... I, I guess you're just a genius. <laughs> I guess I'm an idiot, then. I guess I'm a total idiot. Because I even went into the help section and was, like, looking up buddy powers and stuff and, like, what they can do, and then never, nothing said you can switch out your buddy at all. Like, even in battle. <laughs> Maybe it was because right when I first get the game, I'm pressing every single button and seeing what I am capable of. I kind of let the game hold my hand. You know, I just, like, do what it tells me. Like, all right, like, move around. I'll just move around a bit. All right, now press this button. And I only... I tend to just do what the game tells me for a while until it starts to open up, you know? And so then I experiment the tutorial kind of walk you through the broad strokes of the game. Yeah, first. like, I, I read everything. I, you know, I try to follow their instructions just to make sure I'm not doing something stupid, you know? Because I hate when I... I watch people play games sometimes and they blast through like the tutorial part and then they miss a chunk of like elemental gameplay. And then they go like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? When they think that, you know, they're doing something that a normal game would do not knowing there's a twist to it yeah. that they missed in the tutorial. Yeah. I try not to do that. Yeah. So I, f I feel like maybe, maybe I'm, I was being dumb and I missed it, but I feel like they just didn't explain it to me well enough at that point. But I'm dwelling on that. The game, other than that one small part, once I got past that, everything's been fantastic. I've been laughing my ass off the entire time. I'm, I feel like I'm a little kid, you know, just playing this giant, like, Saturday morning cartoon, just, yeah, South Park. I was a little, um, what's the word? I guess I can say I'm impressed, but it was almost too big, the map. I thought, when you're looking at the map screen, I thought, man, this is really big. How am I going to get around? But then when you're actually running around at South Park, it's pretty, it's a lot smaller than it looks on the map. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you can... Like skip whole sections when you move from screen to screen. But I have no issue with it. Yeah, and you don't, like, you don't walk around in a complete, like, 3D open world. It's kind of, like, still side-scrolling. Yeah. Yeah, and there are paths that you travel along. Because you can't walk into the street because you're an eight-year-old, right? Yep. So you can only, only walk along the sidewalk and through the uh, crosswalks. I love that. Yeah. I love all the different messages that characters will send you to on your phone. Mm. Like, Officer Bar Brady sent me one, and because he's such a big idiot, he's like, Dear Diary, I met a real nice kid today. I hope he's my friend. <laughs> I don't think I got that one. You didn't get that one? Yeah. I've been, I've been trying to do a lot of, like, just exploring and walk around the town and talking to random people. I forget. Yeah, I, I, I try to break the game when I first get it. I'm always going around to everything and checking under every little nook and cranny to see what's up rather than just following the tutorial or going or doing the main quest mission. So I already went down to the sewers and met Mr. Hanky. I'm going and I've, I've opened up every single garage. I tried going to Canada, but I can't go to Canada yet. Whoa, you can go to Canada in that game? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I hear it's the best part of the game. Really? I've heard good things about it as well. Oh, Canada. With their beady little eyes and their flappy heads. Have you heard how long the total campaign is, though? Something like 10 to 12 hours. I heard around 14-ish. Yeah. 14? Yeah. 
But I mean, I've heard 10, 12, and fourteen. But that that being said, okay, so you you said you're about an hour into it, but you're like at the same place I am, and I've been playing for like three. Okay, so mm-hmm. it really depends on what you're doing in the game. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm not really like hunting down collectibles all that much or anything like that. I have a ton of collectibles. And uh, like a lot of the chimp Pokemon, but mm-hmm. finding those. I've just like a ton of junk, which I guess you just sell off. Like there's no other purpose for junk. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's they sell off, and you can read the descriptions. They got a good laugh, like a, <laughs> a wacky wild action bike. Because a bike has hard to ride. <laughs> it's hard to ride. <laughs> yeah, well, it says it's impossible to ride and it glows in the dark. <laughs> and there's Alabama Man. <laughs> A whole lot of they've included almost every references, every joke from South Park somewhere in the game. Whether it's a piece of junk or it's uh, you know a, a post to the Facebook of the game, or it's a conversation with somebody, or it's an enemy you meet, or it's a location. There's almost every single thing, every single little piece of South Park history and nuance is, is in the game. Yeah, if you've it's ever seen nice. like any era of South Park, like any bit of the seasons of South Park, you, you would get some kind of fan service in here. It's just crammed in there, in every part of the game. Um, so what, what are your downsides? You, you seem to be a little hesitant to jump on board the Game is Fantastic train. Talking to me? I'm talking to you. Oh, I... No, I have no downsides. The Game is Fantastic. Really? Sorry to state that or make it that obvious. I, I love it. I've played for eight hours, maybe ten. And nice. I, I don't feel like I'm near the end. I just do I do a lot of exploring. I try to find everything that that I can break with my basketball or my snowballs or my arrows or whatever I'm using. I try to fart on everybody to see what reactions I get. <laughs> I use every single I've used every single uh, buddy that you can have so far. I haven't gotten the last two guys, but I've used the other four. And I'm constantly checking stats, uh, going through stamps, seeing what the different effects are, going everywhere I can go, and just have just still really, really enjoying it. It's a, it's been a long time since I've played a game where I'm just fully involved, fully engaged, even with its turn-based RPG gameplay, and it's still I'm still in it every single time. Whether or not it's me fighting a, a boss and trying to use my items and trying to max out and all the little QTEs, or I'm just fighting some, some normal dudes and I'm trying to completely max out damage and see just how fast I can kill the enemies, it's still just uh, totally when you're engaging again. So, being 10 hours in, it's still engaging to you? Like, you don't feel like it's slipping? Not at all. Fact that I'm still leveling up. I, I don't. It looks like the max might just be fourteen or fifteen, okay. and I'm uh, level ten or eleven now. Yeah, it seems like pretty slow to level up, which doesn't seem to be big of a problem because it's and, it's pretty simple. Like there's not too much as far as like growth, like with the items you have and like you know the, the powers you get. And... Yeah. Well. Because I've been doing so much just running around and collecting things, selling off junk, I'm like, and they, they did a good job of making sure the enemies scale with you. So even if you're still in the beginning, if you've leveled up to 10, the guys are like level 10 dudes anyways. Oh, okay. So you're still having fun fights throughout the entire game. 
but you are getting access to the better weaponry and better stamps, better equipment. So my dude's like killing dudes with one hit with his, well, what's it called? The warrior's sweet samurai sword or something. <laughs> and I'm hitting a guy, hitting the guy behind him in the singles and whatever stroke I, I do, causing like bleeding, gross out, and uh, fire damage. And it's, it's, I'm still like, well, okay, well, how can I do this? What's the best way to hit these guys? Oh, he's got armor. Let me see if I can use this power on him. Let's see the best combination for this. I love experimenting with it, and it's, uh, I'm still looking forward to, still looking forward to seeing what else I can do with the system they developed. Oh, man, I love the status effects. How, like, grossing somebody out is basically poisoning them because it gives them damage mm-hmm. over time. Mm-hmm. And they're just sitting around like, <clears throat> and they just start throwing up, or... They're bleeding. Yeah. They're actually like sitting there, like with blood coming out. Like, ah, god, that hurts. Fuck. <laughs> now, what are your guys' classes? I'm a thief. Okay, uh, okay. So you, made, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Ryan, but you made a white thief. Yes. When you picked thief, what did Carmen say to you? He said, uh, "He said, a white thief, huh? Never really heard of one of those, but I guess you'd be good." See, I made a black guy, and when I chose thief, he said, "He looks sneaky enough to be a thief." <laughs> and when I and I'm like so it does matter what race they do comment on that because when I I picked a warrior or fighter whatever the first guy is and when I picked him when I first had uh, highlighted that class option he he said something generic uh, warriors are great I kick an ass and then when I went back to it he says black fighter huh that's pretty cool he said, that's pretty cool, because when I went on to Fighter, he was like, a white fighter, huh? Never seen one of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it is interesting that they, they give you little uh, comments on, on race and choices and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, for me, the, the, the battling and the leveling up is actually weirdly secondary to the fact that I'm just playing through this giant movie. Like, I just want to get to the next scene and talk to everybody and just experience the game. I actually don't really care about my leveling up. I try to, you know, because mm-hmm. I know I'm playing a game, but I'm just so enamored with the world that it doesn't matter as much to me. I just like I just like fighting because it's fun because I like hearing people talking and seeing what they do. And, yeah. and because of the way the game scales, you can play like that and be just fine. You can beat the game without having to max out or have all your powers or whatever. That's the benefit of having a, a Obsidian doing your actual, you know, gameplay side of it. Mm. Now, I'm sorry we interrupted you, Ryan. What was your class? Uh, Jew. You picked Jew? <laughs> yeah. I was wondering if anybody was going to do that. <laughs> Does Carbon just totally hate you, or...? He says something like, uh, he's like, oh, Jew, well, I guess we're never going to be friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, what are the Jews... I guess the Jews are almost like uh, a bard, or... Yeah, kind of magey, I guess. Yeah. He throws socks and money, doesn't he? Yeah, you have this thing of David. <laughs> <That's> terrible. <laughs> I can't believe they got away with that, like some of the stuff in the game like that. Yeah, they a didn't lot get of away with all of it. A class for Jews, like that's horrible. I mean, it's great that they got away with it, but it's terrible, you know? Now, have you heard about this hullabaloo about how much they're censoring it overseas? It's not yeah. much. Not much? It's, I don't really know well, much. Specifically, it. the anal probing scenes. Huh. Hmm. Yeah, For some reason, that does not fly. Scenes. 
they sent us some of the nudity. I don't know if you walk into some of the random houses where you see people naked, jerking <laughs> off, having sex with horses. What? No. Yeah, if you just try walking up to random houses and you'll get these weird, just, you'll open the door and there'll be like a na- uh, lady just standing there naked and she'll, ah! and she'll freak out and she'll slam the door in your face. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to do that now. Or you come across a dude who's like fucking a horse and he's got like, a <laughs> mask on and he's like, no, and he runs over and slams the door in your face. <laughs> oh my God. They sent us some of that overseas too, and I guess the game has been delayed in Germany because in Germany it's illegal to have swastikas around. Yes. So oh. even though the game was meant to ship without the swastikas of certain characters in the game, uh, some of the swastikas went, uh, actually got through, and now they've got to stop and fix it before they ship it back. Jeez. Yeah, it's kind of sensitive over there. I assume. It makes sense. <laughs> mm, they got some history with that. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right, so is there anything else that we're playing? I, I feel like we covered South Park. Uh, Tomb Raider was just released on PS3 for on PS Plus for free. Okay, so you picked that up? I did download it. I haven't touched it yet, though. I'm going to give it a shot, and if I like it, I'll just stop playing, and then I'll upgrade to the definitive version. I haven't played it on PS3, but I got the definitive edition and beat the shit out of it, and it was fantastic. I, I loved it. I thought it was great. I can't wait for the sequel. I'm on board with the whole story. I think it's a great uh, jumping-on point for a new Lara Croft tale. Mm-hmm. I think she's a lot more relatable. Uh, some of the stuff's a little wacky. Like She should not be alive by the end of the game, but <laughs> if you can suspend your disbelief of that shit... Uh, it's great. It's really fun. I think you'll like it. Did you see that Gail Simone is writing the uh, the comic for Tomb Raider? What happens just after the first game ends? No. I do know that the Definitive Edition um, came with a comic. I don't know if she did that at all, but it was actually pretty good. And it, it it's like in the bonus features, but it tells the story of how the crew got together for the mission of the of the story. I don't think she did that one. I think she's just doing the, the one that follows what happens after the first game. She did American Dream, too, right? No. Uh, one of the actual Last of Us writers wrote American Dream, and then Faith Aaron Hicks. Faith Aaron Hicks. Okay. She's also wonderful. She is. And uh, Dead Nation released on PS4. That's right. I'm going to download that. I keep forgetting. I'm going to do that right when I get home, and we're going to play it. What's Dead Nation? Do it right now, buddy. You can go on the PSN store and download it to your PS4 remotely. I will wait till I get home. <laughs> It'll still be there. Um, anything else? I'm, I'm all. I mean, that's pretty much all I'm doing. It's just South Park right now, and uh, still Final Fantasy. Yeah. Cool. All right, then uh, we will take a quick break and we'll get back with some news. See you in a little bit. Listen, I tell you, the front a lot is incredible. Even recommended to rock the mic like instead of a silence. You'd have me fronting into the amplifier point with the thumb at which MC to admire. I got high-res images of drum sounds that I loop. You get to listen to them and to me too. How fortunate y'all are to get to bask under my glow. The MC, humble conduit to What's up, people? Welcome back to Greater Than Real. 
Uh, we just took a short break, and now we got um, news, new stuff. And last episode, we didn't really get into any comics because we kind of ran out of time. So I wanted to start with that. So, Dredd, you got anything, anything juicy? Well, a lot of the comic stuff is only important to whoever's whoever's reading that for that line. Like, no one's going to... If you love DC, most of what I talk about is probably not going to pertain to you because I don't really talk about DC stuff. Does, does anybody really? <laughs> um, I mean, I've, I've been reading yes. Batman, like the current uh, run on Batman. Really? Like you're still? I thought you like stopped after you were let down by uh, Death of the Family. I kind of kept going, because uh, I liked what they were doing. Because they did the the Zero Year, mm-hmm. which I thought was really well done. Even though it's another Batman origin story. <laughs> that story hasn't been told enough, man. Really. You think they should do it again? Yeah, I think they should do Absolutely. it another fifty or sixty times. What should they call it? Uh, like negative year or something like that, or yeah, first time Batman, first time Batman revisited. Mm-hmm. Bat year, first night. <laughs> Batman popping the cherry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that'd be fantastic! Popping the cherry. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so uh, what, what's going on with DC then? I don't know. I really want to for DC. I don't know what I was making there, but. On the Marvel front, Marvel, this was, I don't know, a month ago, they've actually been divulging details on their next big event called Original Sin. Ooh. Now, does that have to do with Sin, Red Skull's daughter? No. She's yeah. no longer going by Sin. Now she just goes by Red Skull. Really? Yeah. Despite the fact that Red, uh, a version of Red Skull came back, she's just like, I'm the, I'm the next Red Skull now. Oh, oh. She thinks she's so good that she's a Red Skull now? Well, for because when she was doing her whole uh, fear itself thing, uh, Red Skull was gone, dead, as dead as a comic book character can be, anyways. Yeah, pretty much dead until he comes back. <laughs> and even even now, that Red Skull is still dead. The current Red Skull that's running around in Uncanny Avengers is uh, a Red Skull, a version of Red Skull that with his psyche was put in stasis and then just recently resurrected. Yeah, God damn it! Isn't that strange? How when a comic book character dies. After a while, you kind of end up saying, he's still dead. Um, for now. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I've never, you don't say that for a TV show. Like, yeah, he's still dead. Weird. I wonder when he's going to come back. weird? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it only really works for comic books and maybe uh, soap operas. Comics are kind of big soap operas. Dude, seriously, Marvel is a big soap opera. Mm -hmm. I love Um, it. And with Original Sin, it, the whole thing revolves around the murder of Watu, the Watcher. What? Yep. Can that happen? It happens. Watu gets killed, and his eyes get ripped out. Whoa. Somebody shoots Uatu, and they take his eyes because the eyes hold all the secrets of the Marvel Universe. Do they have, like, memory in them? Yeah, you can extract things from them because Uatu is crazy. Now, Uatu, I, I, this would be good for Ryan, in case, Ryan, you don't know who Uatu is. He's the Watcher. And essentially, every time there's a big event in, in the Marvel Universe, he shows up. Because really, he's always on the moon watching everything that happens on Earth. I love him. He's one of my favorite characters. He's chronicling everything. And when something big happens, like Civil War, Secret Invasion, he gets he actually comes down to Earth 
and he just gets a, a closer look, and he lets everybody know like shit just got real. I'm here to, to be to get a, a front row seat to the craziness that's about to happen. So he's like the local news of the Marvel universe. Well, he doesn't, re- he doesn't report anything. <laughs> he just he just is there to see what happens. He he's got to record yeah. it. And so he's chronicling it. He's like this mm-hmm. bad omen, basically. Like when something big's going down, when you see his face show up. Or just him kind of looming in the background, you know that shit's hitting the fan. Like, it's huge now. Yeah. Um, so he gets killed, which is an even crazier big deal, and then somebody takes his eyes. And we don't know who it is, and the whole thing revolves around certain characters trying to find out who, who did this. While all that's going on, whoever's got these eyes, they get passed around, and secrets from the Marvel Universe start coming out. Lots of dark, deep, hidden things, like the fact that Peter Parker wasn't the only guy who was bitten by a radioactive spider. Whoa. Wait, yeah. so secrets that readers don't know, right? That readers don't know, yeah. Uh, okay, so this could be dangerous, though. You think they're going to do a lot of retconning? Like, that right there, that fact alone is kind of troubling. Uh-oh. Yeah, they're going to do, do a lot of craziness. Um, Nick Fury Sr., white Nick Fury, the important Nick Fury, is going to be taking place, is going to be in this one. That that's another sign that this is a serious event happening. Oh man, I've been waiting for him to come back. He's been gone so long. Hmm. And again, I'll, I'll I'll talk to you, Ryan, about this, and at the same time, we talking to any, any of the other listeners who don't know about what's going on. With Nick Fury. Essentially, when the Avengers came out, and now Sam Jackson, Black Nick Fury, mm-hmm. uh, is the idea of who Nick Fury is in right. the minds of the masses. They took the original White Nick Fury and they. Put him off to the side, and they introduced his son, who is that Sam Jackson Black Nick Fury. And you're like, wait, but he's an old guy. How does that make sense? Well, they they in the process of in- introducing him to the Marvel Universe, not only did he get burned, so his face looks old and craggly like Sam Jackson's, he also lost an eye, so he has to wear an eye patch. <laughs> hmm. So through and, completely uh, different circumstances, he ends up looking just like his dad. He ends up looking just like Nick Fury, Sam Jackson Nick Fury. He, because, because of the burns, he's bald, he doesn't grow hair. Or maybe he does, and he just keeps it bald because he probably grows in weird patches. So, but that's the Nick Fury we've been seeing for a long time. What did it say? How old is white Nick Fury, then? Oh, man. White Nick Fury is, is ancient. <laughs> he takes a, a, like a life serum that keeps him going for years and years. Okay, so the him having a 40 formula. to 50-year-old son is... You say the Infinity Formula? Yeah, well, here's the thing, yeah. Nick Fury Sr. takes the Infinity Formula, because Nick Fury Sr. has been around since World War II. He was already in his 20s in World War II, Nick Fury in the Holland Commandos, doing, doing big things. And he's been taking this formula so that he's constantly in a state of, like, physical peak readiness. And throughout all these years of being a super secret spy, super master, or spy master, he had a son. And his son's only like 20s, maybe early 30s. But because of the burn and because of the eye shot, he looks older. Uh, like okay. Sam Jackson. Hmm. He's not actually that old, though. He's actually a relatively young dude. Hmm. That sounds like organic and, and feasible, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's not slightly guess, convoluted. All these things happened in the last issue of the series that they introduced that Nick Fury character. But yeah, Nick Fury Sr. is back trying to figure out, because he usually knows everything, but he doesn't know who killed who ought to. 
so was, so this is basically this new event is a big who done it. Yes, that's exactly what they're saying. It's a huge whodunit with Nick Fury, Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, and Black Panther's also got his own side of things trying to figure out what's going on. Like, one of the secrets that gets divulged is that Captain America learns that he's had his memories wiped. Ooh. And I don't know if you've been reading New Avengers. No. Uh, but well, it was the New Avengers who wiped his memory. Oh, wait. Yes, I did read that. Um, the Illuminati did it. Yes. Because he was like, um, you guys are doing stuff that we shouldn't be doing. No people should have this kind of control. And they're like, you know what? You're out. And memory wipe. Exactly. So he gets his memories back. And now he's got to work alongside Iron Man, Mr. F- or, yeah, Mr. Fantastic, Doctor Strange, all these guys, and they betrayed him. Do they know that he got his memories back? I don't know. Because he may be trying to like play close to his chest and see what he can figure out without them knowing that he's onto them. He might, or he might just totally freak out on him. I don't think, he's he's smarter than that. I don't think he would. Could get pissed. He's had a lot of things happen to him. Being stuck in Dimension Z for like a decade. Yeah, but he's... But well, that, I'm but, sure he'll be pissed about it, regardless of what he eventually does about it. Well, of course he's going to be pissed, but he's Captain America. He's got He's got the most level head in the Marvel Universe, I think. I think he's going to play this smartly. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what he does. He's going to feel betrayed, though, which is going to be a sad thing. Oh, absolutely. I don't even know who... who I don't think this is going to be one where they're running around fighting and punching each other until, like, the very end, until they find out who the bad guy is. That's kind of cool with me. I like the whole mystery side of it. Yeah. Like, lots who... Of talking, lots of secrets coming out. Like, who can take out Uatu? I like... Who? Yeah, that's... that's I don't know. I mean, yeah, I've I seen the Hulk beat him up, but that's the Hulk, you know. <laughs> Who's as strong as a Hulk? Well, it's probably somebody in the level of Reed Richards who can just straight up shoot him in the chest. What about the Sentry? Do you think he, uh... I mean, he's been gone for a while. Maybe he had some freak out uh, and came back. Sentry's back. Sentry's back. Oh, is he? Yeah. <laughs> of course. Even though he died, the Apocalypse twins brought him back. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> what about Apocalypse? Uh, there's a couple different versions of Apocalypse running around. The the Apocalypse twins, really. twins and... Genesis, the Apocalypse clone. Yeah. All right, well, that's. I think I'm going to have to catch up. I've been a little behind on my uh, my comic reading because this seems like a cool story I can jump into. Yeah. Anything else big um, going on? Well, that's Marvel. I have to mention, because so many people hate Mark Miller, I always try to back him up. Because, yeah, he's a jerk, but he makes a lot of entertaining stuff. He made, he made Red Sun. He made a... Uh, Wanted, Civil War, so many books that are just so awesome. So I always have to look into what his new stuff is going to be, and he just released Starlight, number one. Starlight? Wait a minute. That's not... That sounds like the comic from Last of Us. <laughs> what, what was that called? Wasn't it like yeah, what Starlight? Was that called? It was like Mission Starlight or something like that, Operation Starlight. Yeah. <laughs> this has nothing to do with that, does it? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this doesn't. This is just a uh, a uh, Flash Flash Gordon style comic. Oh, about man. A dude, a dude who was Flash Gordon went out, saved the universe, came back home to be with his true love, his wife, and then he got old. So now you've got this old guy who, you know, his his wife dies, and he's just trying to. You know, the world's forgotten him. 
and uh, his life's kind of miserable. And then he gets called back into action. I would say that's kind of a depressing story, and it might not go somewhere, but do you guys remember the Destroyer comic? Oh, I fucking love Destroyer. That was fucking awesome, so I can't say that anymore. Like, that story was great. I loved Old Man Logan. That was such a great story that this could be another one, too. And as far as, like, people shitting on Mark Millar, I think it's for good reason. He said some pretty bonehead stuff. I just don't think he thinks too much on what he's saying in the public eye. You know, I don't think he's a bad guy. I just think he just says the wrong thing sometimes. Yeah, uh, I think he's made mistakes. Yeah, he's made some stupid mistakes, but you really have to separate the artist from the art. Like, he makes great comics. So, mm-hmm. you have to kind of look past that sometimes, you know? Well, Hitler was a painter too, you know. <laughs> Maybe his paintings are great. Who knows? <laughs> hey, that was a nice, nice uh, painting of a dog. Boom, shooting the chest. <laughs> but let's not compare Mark Miller, who's all pan topics. I wasn't. About rape. I wasn't comparing. Yeah, we kind of just went down a weird road. Now we're talking about Hitler and shit. Let's let's try. Well, to I mean, the idea of separating the art from the artist. I mean, that's a whole other uh, okay. conversation the there. there. <laughs> So reading Wanted's like checking out one of those uh, dog paintings that Hitler painted. Yes, reading Wanted is like reading Mein Kampf. That's the headline. All right, what's next? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been reading a few things. As far as comic book news, there's been some other things happening, but uh, I can get into some other stuff some other time. All right, we'll save some stuff for next episode. Uh, let's get into movies real quick. Uh, so I brought up Godzilla last episode because uh, that new trailer came out. Godzilla. Godzilla. Oh, that's, that sounds bad. Godzilla. Uh, so, there's been rumors that there's another monster showing up in the movie besides Godzilla. And, uh, ah, shit, Dread just dropped. All right, we'll be, uh, we're going to take a break because we're about 15 minutes. We'll be right back with Dread. All right, we're back. Sorry about that. We had some technical difficulties, but uh, we've righted the ship. So let's fucking get going <laughs> so <laughs> so godzilla there's been rumors of a of another monster and it's it's a pretty solid lead but there's a toy set that just came out that has another monster in it that's not godzilla is it mothra <laughs> i don't think it's a monster that's actually like canon godzilla story i think they're making one up a new monster really yeah um, come on put gamora in there Right? Or like I was saying last episode, Mechagodzilla. That would be too silly. Fuck yeah. Silly and awesome. Probably the sequel. Oh no, wait. Mechagodzilla's in Transformers 4. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Do you see that new trailer? Whatever that is. Actually, that's another one of my uh, news articles. I'll get to that in a second. But um, so, I don't know if the monster's called Mudo, or if that's the name of the, the stories, like government research facility but it's a kaiju which is you know that japanese word for like giant monster uh it's like a mudo monster they're calling it at least in the toy set so i think it's a genetically altered creature that turned into a giant kaiju uh so they're calling it like a mudo monster so like it's mudo the mudo company's monster or whatever it looks like a giant spider 
It's real creepy looking. It actually looks kind of cool. Ew. And if you look at the trailer, there's like a there's a like a really quick moment where people are getting like crushed by something. And if you just see it real fast in the trailer, you'd think like, oh, it's just Godzilla doing something crazy. But it's actually like a big spider leg that comes down. Ew. Yeah, it looks real gross and creepy. Um, so you have to kind of <laughs> look for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so here's my theory now for the plot, right? Knowing that there's a, well, highly suspecting that there's a second monster in it. Here's what I think is going to go down. Godzilla shows up, right? He starts laying waste to cities and stuff because he's just a big dumb monster. He doesn't know any better. Mm -hmm. People think that he's this giant force of nature and he's evil and he's malevolent and they need to destroy him. Doesn't work because he's fucking God. Then another monster shows up because uh, humans suck. And then Godzilla has to go and destroy him. And then people realize, oh, he ain't so bad. Yeah. Except all those people that died during his initial attack. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I think they'll come to realize they weren't attacks. It's just him being a creature that's just too big for us. Like, he's just stumbling around, destroying stuff because he doesn't know any better. I mean, why would he feel compelled to fight the other monster? Unless the other monster just, like, shows it up. And then they slug it out in the city. And then Godzilla presumably beats that monster. And then... Well, that's kind of like... Wasn't Goes that... back to beating us up. <laughs> <laughs> well, wasn't that kind of the thing, though? Like, in all the old Godzilla movies, wasn't that the deal? Like, he started off being, like, this big evil thing, and then we realized he's just, like, an animal. He's not really, like, he doesn't have any agenda. He's not evil. And so, like, didn't he become kind of a good guy, like, in the original stories? Like, he would go out and eventually. fight Mothra. And... Yeah, and some of the sequels eventually. Yeah. I think that's what they're trying to get at with this movie. That's my theory, anyways. Hmm. Now that I think about it, Mechagodzilla makes no fucking sense. Did we make Mechagodzilla? I think the Japanese people make Mechagodzilla. Well, I, I mean, we isn't humans. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like, he's not like I an think, alien or some weird... I think they made him as, as a deterrent to regular Gojira. That's what I would think. Yeah, he was like created to destroy Godzilla. Yeah. Yeah. Why would you? Why not just build a big dude? Why does it have to be a lizard? Because <laughs> it's cool. Because you can say Mecha Godzilla versus Godzilla. Yeah. Okay. And he's better than Godzilla because he has all the powers of Godzilla and he's a robot. Right. And robots <laughs> are like at least fifty percent cooler. So. Uh, at least. At least. Well, and saying the uh, adding the extra monster to the Godzilla movie makes me more interested because if it was just Godzilla running around killing people, it's a disaster movie. Yes. All we can do is fucking run away. Yes. But if it's Godzilla fighting a giant spider creature thing or whatever, now we've got the giant monster brawl, and now I want that's I'd love to see that. That's gonna look really cool. Like um, like King Kong fighting the uh, the Tyrannosaurus Rexes in the, in the King Kong movie. <laughs> I had problems with that movie, but that did look cool. That was awesome when he smashes in the, the thing's skull and then he like flaps his jaw. Off. Oh yeah, he like breaks his whole jaw off. Yep. Move. Yeah. Love it. That was brutal. The movie was a cool looking mess. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. Yeah, that's a good way to put. That's an elegant way to put it. Mm-hmm. I uh, can't wait to see Godzilla just rip off a spider leg and impale it in him. But to 50 bucks, he does it. Oh, I wonder how grossly, like, spidery it's gonna be. Like, ugh. 
in. It's probably got baby spiders all over it. Ah. Spiders, dude. Oh, man. Shut up. That's gross. I'm getting the heebies. Yeah, I'm getting all itchy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that just leads right into my Transformers thing. So I saw that new trailer. Um, don't give a shit. Sorry, guys. Like, I know <laughs> no, it's a big I, movie. I do not give a shit at all. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Like the other movies, it'll be fun to watch. I just don't care about Transformers very much. Mark Wahlberg's in it, which I like. Mark Wahlberg, for some reason. <laughs> but like, who cares about the human characters in a Transformers movie? Exactly. Like... I would I mean... rather see Brian Cranston in Godzilla, as far as a human element. Have you movie. seen the? Uh character posters they put out recently the new main characters like one of them is just a guy like looking out a car window <laughs> like this is so exciting this is for transformers <laughs> yeah why would they show that wouldn't it just be robots it's the show new robots. the new human cast or whatever they did individual character posters for them and whoever the new lead guy is who's not mark Wahlberg, this poster is just him like looking out a car window like <laughs> yeah, I uh, didn't pay attention to any poster except the one of the uh, of the, the the chick. Oh yeah, uh -huh. they replaced Megan Fox with another hot chick. Yeah, you know yeah. what they should do under on the posters underneath the characters' names. You know how they do like little descriptions, like a little subtitle thing. They should mm -hmm. all just say robot food. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mark Wahlberg playing. Donnie Macho. Lead robot guy. Food. Funny guy. Hot girl. All yeah, pretty much. Robot food. I'm one of the guys who used to defend uh, Transformers, at least the second one, for saying if you're going to see a movie based on, you know, 80s Hasbro toys, <laughs> looking for something deep, then you, you're, look, you're, you're looking in the wrong places. That's but, no excuse. Oh, and you know why it, it's not an excuse? Because Lego movie. No reason yeah, but why Lego it movie was a child's movie. Have you seen it? And it was the whole thing was done in Legos. Have you seen it? No, I have. Well, then, as a person who's seen both Transformers and Lego movie, I'm telling you, is movies based off of old toys from the 80s, there can be an artful human way to do it that like hits you in the right places. No reason why they couldn't have been better movies. Transformers is fun. It's a big, soulless, fun, beat-em-up, you know, like, huge action movie. Lego is heartfelt, and it brings you back to being a kid playing with Legos. Transformers, I never felt like that fun, like, childlike wonder. You know, it's just like, ooh, robots. Explosions. Oh, you guys didn't let me finish. I used to defend it until I saw Transformers 3, and uh, now I just, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, Optimus gets trapped in chains for, like, 20 minutes of the movie. And he his arms turn into giant molten lava blades. What kind of chains were those? They were regular construction chains. He's, oh, oh, I'm stuck. No. And <laughs> the other Transformers have to go help him out after everybody's already gotten their ass whooped. The other Transformers finally find him. Like, oh, we'll help you. This one chain wrapped around your leg, which you're hanging from, we're going to go ahead and cut this for you, even though you could turn your hands and fingers into sharp blades and cut this off yourself you're disoriented i guess from being upside down <laughs> whatever his robot equilibrium is all off yeah it was maybe it was it's like the whole green lantern thing and the chains were aluminum and he's allergic to aluminum is that a thing <laughs> well it's 
Well, he can't Lambert go against the yellow. stupidest weaknesses back in the day. <laughs> yeah, the old Alex. I can't Scott. do anything with it. It's colored yellow. I can't do anything with it. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I meant the the Optimus Prime aluminum thing. Oh no, I was just okay, saying okay, okay. trying to if that makes sense. That's ridiculous. <laughs> okay, okay. That's his kryptonite. It's aluminum. Touché. Then again, you probably won't have aluminum construction chains, but whatever. Yeah, because that would be useless. <laughs> so that comes out June twenty seventh. Um, if you're into it. There it is. Uh, also, okay, so my last thing is uh, Sin City 2 is finally coming out. The Dame to Kill for. Yeah, I'm excited because I really like the first one. Um, it looked just like a comic book. It was crazy. It, it was like one of those um, animated comic movies, but, you know, huge blockbuster thing. So mm. this new one looks, I mean, I've only seen the pictures they released. I don't think there's no trailer or anything out yet. I don't even think they have a release date other than it's coming out in August at some point. But uh, they have pictures of Jessica Alba, who looks crazy hot. Yep. Like, go figure. Go figure. But <laughs> like, you know how, like, she was in the first movie and they, like, yeah. kept showing that same, like, shot of her dancing? It's, uh-huh. like, the same exact shot, only she's wearing legs. That mm-hmm. one. Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they got Joseph Gordon Levitt uh, as Johnny, who I didn't read. The other comics, I read the first three from the movie of uh, Sin City, so I don't really know who that character is, but... There's Clive Owen in it again? No, I, I don't think Clive him. Owen's going to be in it, because he changes his face to look like Clive Owen after what happens in this uh, in this movie. Ah. Whoa. The Clive Owen portion, the Clive Owen story, which I forget the name of, is actually the sequel to this <laughs> Sin City 2. Okay. So it's a little non-sequential, right? Yeah, it's definitely non-sequential. That's cool. So maybe it would be good to like sit down and watch both movies back-to-back and get the whole picture. Hmm. You're... Oh, and uh, the other, the last picture was Mickey Rourke making a return as Marv, who's a fucking awesome character. Yeah, because they're going to show him in it, and he, we all know he, he died. Right. He died hard, and then the first movie... Right, makes sense. And I'm not going to give a spoiler warning for that shit because it's old. So, yeah, Should have seen it by now. Should have seen Sin City. Marv dies. Even when he dies, you're not going to be able to actually, actually point out when he dies because he just he never wants to die. He never, he never goes down the way you think he's going to go down. He's a hard guy to take down, too. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Um, all you got, pussies? Yeah. You got anything uh, for TV? All right, let's see what we got for uh, television news. Not too much here. Uh, they casted the young Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle for the Gotham TV show. So Bruce Boo. Wayne is in. Yep. Yep. The very small children, though. Um, apparently, I uh, this is going to be a kind of a side plot where they actually do do the Bruce Wayne origin story. Ryan, I got to stop you. You said doo-doo. I did say doo-doo. I was, I was so like, close should to I acknowledge it? it or just move on? So I was I chose gonna on. say something. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm gonna be doo-doo. a little more of an adult. But... <laughs> <laughs> so they're gonna show Bruce Wayne as like a little kid, so I'm and assuming... And Kyle. So Thomas Wayne's alive, I'm guessing, and Martha? I guess, probably, yeah. Okay, so maybe they'll be bigger characters in the show? Probably. I don't think that you'll actually see them dying or whatever, but... Or maybe later on, if it gets like seven, eight seasons, I don't know. Those kids will definitely be old enough by that point. 
They should just not walk down Crime Alley. <laughs> I mean, why are we going there in the first place? That's called Crime Alley, for Christ's sake. It wasn't sake. called Crime Alley then, though. Oh, did they change it to Crime they, Alley they since changed, then? They named it Crime Alley after they got shot and killed. Oh, okay. Well, they should have not gone down that shitty alley. And if you were to go off of the... I want to say it's the, the Dark Knight Returns, when Jim Gordon doesn't even show up in fucking Gotham until... Bruce is already, like, an adult. Well, that's just going off... That's just a movie, right? No, Dark Knight was the, it was the Frank Miller comic. Oh, oh, The Dark Knight Returns. I'm sorry, okay. Yeah. The Dark Knight Returns, or is it... Yeah, 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 that's Dark Knight Returns. The TV show is it's doing its own thing. I mean, yeah, it is. Obviously not building on any established continuity. Now, is this going to be on the CW? Yes. Oh, shit. I think it's on Fox. I don't actually know. Yeah. I'm just assuming, because that's where like a lot of the DC shows are going to. Nah, I, I, maybe not. Uh, they do have that Flash thing, which uh, is another uh, news bit I had here. Well, what's going on with that, then? Uh, we got a first look at uh, what the Flash costume is going to look like in the uh, CW Flash TV show. I saw a really like small like, thumbnail picture of it. It's like a side profile. Or whatever. It looks like Flash, I mean. Okay. It's just his head, though. Yeah. All right, that's the one I saw. Yeah, but it's it's the Flash. It's that. It's Flash. It's a good-looking headpiece. Mm-hmm. It looks so like they're going for more of the armored off? thing, armored pieces. Yeah, if it was just spandex, it looked real spandex goofy. Costume. How how are they gonna explain it though? Did he make the costume? Does he have a ring where the costume comes out of, or is it just something that occurs on him because of the speed force? Which I think would be the only logical explanation. Well, the Flash in this TV show is already on. Another Arrow. TV show, right? Okay, so... Is it the same actor and everything? Yeah. The guy yeah. Grant Gustin. Okay, okay. I've been watching a little bit of the Arrow show. And it's getting better. I've been watching a little bit of, like, the second season, too. I kind of jumped ahead a bit because I was getting super bored. I'm like, well, what's going on with the show now? That's a good sign. It's it's <laughs> it's not great. It's not terrible. Mm-hmm. Like you can follow it, but there there's some glaring stuff in there that like what? Yeah. Like he doesn't wear a fucking mask. <laughs> he doesn't wear a mask. He just like not eventually paints. I know he does it eventually because I'm sure people get pissed about it because he just paints up his eyes before he goes out and fights crime. And sometimes that happens on the fly. Like, oh, I gotta change my costume real quick. Thank God I packed this makeup kit so I can throw it on my face. <laughs> he runs in the bathroom, spends gotta 40 minutes. They've got eyeshadow and liner here. I can yeah, throw yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and plus, it's you can tell it's CW. Like, everyone looks perfect. You know, it's... Yeah. Every single episode has a scene at the club. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, jeez. In fact, I think and he owns a club. This is before he actually owned a club. Yeah. <laughs> I think the best part about Arrow, at least the first season, was Jack Harkness. Mm. I like him a lot. I don't know the actor's yeah. name though. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know his name, but his character. I'm uh, not trying to spoil anything. He becomes the best character on the show. I know that he ends up being. Oh, well, okay. I'm not gonna spoil anything. Yeah, he does end up being pretty cool. All right. Well, and then uh, let's see what else we got here. Heroes. Heroes is coming back. Heroes Reborn. Whoa, Heroes wait. Reborn. It is being billed as a new event miniseries. There's going to be 13 episodes. What? It's a test run. 
so is it going to be the same characters like they're continuing their story or is it new heroes someone one of the showrunners i think or whatever said that they're uh look for original characters to pop up every once in a while which leads me to believe that it's actually going to be about new people well when they first did heroes i forget if it was tim crane or the other guy but they were talking about heroes were never meant to follow the same characters was meant to every like season would switch to different people who had come across these powers but because it's a tv show people wanted to follow the same people and eventually he kept following the you know the same characters things got lame and then the show got canceled that's what happens when you bend to the majority's whim mm. yeah like people like the show for a reason you know like keep to your original idea like it worked it already worked in the first season. Like, why? Has some integrity. Yeah, exactly. It's. I mean, there's so much potential in the heroes thing. I love heroes more than even with its failings. I still appreciate it more than every other superhero based or mutant type show that's ever come out. Whether that's Mutant X or the Tomorrow People or Alphas, Alphas because Heroes is the only one that's done somewhat realistically. Whereas in Mutant X and and alphas, it's always the they always copy the X Men guidelines. Well, you're a mutant now, so you're gonna join our group, and we're all gonna you know rock some leather spandex thing, and we're gonna fight crime together as a group of people, which is I think is is completely fucking stupid. X Men comics makes it work, but Heroes to me makes way more sense, where people with powers would eventually meet, but they wouldn't instantly form a superhero team to fight bad guys. They would all have their own things going on and you should show a story and all the different stories and what's happening with them. Yeah, because they all have lives. They're not just going to drop everything. Yeah. I'm like, well, here's my new life now. I'm going to go move into your, your mansion or your laboratory or your research facility and and be, become one of you guys. No, it's... Yeah, bye wife, bye girlfriend, bye kids. I'm going to... Yeah. <laughs> but I, I now I only watched like a handful of episodes. I, I didn't really get into it, but one thing that did kind of bother me, at least in the early going, was their reluctance to be heroes. Like, how they wanted normal lives. They wished that they didn't have their powers and stuff. And I was like, who... I mean, if you got superpowers, wouldn't you be psyched? Anyone would be psyched. Well, not well, anyone. Who would be like, God, I wish I was boring again. <laughs> like, well, here's I'm just the going thing, to though. Donuts. Some... But like Tyler is saying, and I'm, I'm talking over him, the... <laughs> A lot of the characters, they're, they're normal people and they all have their own lives and they're trying to do their own thing. But like you're saying, some of them are like they see this as this great miracle. Peter Petrelli, the main character, he's like, look at this great shit that's going on. It's awesome. And Hiro, the, the Japanese dude, totally goes Japanese otaku geek guy with it. Like, oh, I can do all these amazing things now. But a lot of people, they're like, this is ruining my life. This is happening to me. I don't want this to happen to me. Take it away. Yeah, I can totally see that happening. If someone's leading a normal life, they have a good job or whatever, or not every power is glamorous, too. Like, one of them's just like, I can heal from damage. Like, unless you're fighting crime, that doesn't really come into play all that often. So, like, you get these weird forces trying to seek you out because you have powers, and you're like, well, I don't... I can heal real fast, sure, but I'm not going to do anything with it. Like, what? why? And you got you got Siler in the Heroes universe. You got Siler after you, which is just the, one of the best ideas for a fucking villain ever. Yeah, it, they totally fucked it up. But the the notion of a guy, a K 
cannibal mutant dude who t- kills you and takes your power and is just getting more and more ruthless and more and more powerful is just super awesome. It's like anti, like reverse Mega Man, you know? That is cool. Yeah. And then they fucked him up, making him like a brother. Then he's not really a brother. And then he, ah, whatever. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So here's the plan. We're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to do the game. Then we're going to get out of here. And I, all right, I'll I'll explain the rules when we come back. So uh, let's take a quick break and we'll be back. But I just want to take this second to say that I'm sorry. To all the girls that I've loved before And I know just saying sorry isn't enough So I just want to explain myself Yo, check this out Yo I'm sorry for the way I have a tendency to apologize I'm sorry for how I make exes my enemies Just a memory And I'm sorry it didn't work And I'm sorry for all the pain I caused you And all of the hurt inside I'm sorry for stealing two years of your life Five months, three days, seven hours and twenty minutes With each second that passes See the glasses with the champagne that used to be in it I'm sorry for never getting over my pride And I'm sorry for the way that I act I'm sorry that your so-called perfect man Turned out to be a nervous wreck Nothing more than a man Yo, we are back. Um, before we do the game, Dred's got a couple of news articles he wants to blast through for uh, games. Well, there's a few things. One on the, t- on the TV front, I don't know if you guys caught this, that Trailer Park Boys has been picked up by Netflix for two extra seasons. Hmm, cool. Which is going to be a little silly. I mean, Trailer Park Boys is one of the first shows I watched when I first got Netflix. Like, this is ridiculous. I but, really, um, really like that show, but the weird thing is they're coming back without the creators and the original writers. It's the guys from the show that loved it so much are doing it themselves now. So we'll, we'll see how that goes, I guess. Yeah, it's going to be a little iffy. Hmm. Um, let's see, Fez, that, this has already been known that Fez has a release date of March 25th for the PS4, PS3, and Vita. I never got a chance to play it on PC or 360, so I'm going to be really looking forward to that. Is this a sign that Phil Fish hasn't actually... Resigned from video games or quit video games? I don't know if he's completely quit. I hope not, because like like Cliff Cliffy B said, we need a guy who speaks in the heart about some of the shit, even if it's not always the most politically correct thing to say. Right. Yeah, he's almost like Mark Millar, where he says some goofy things sometimes. But it, again, he creates great stuff, so I hope he keeps with it. Yeah. Um, the Amazing Spider-Man Two video game is going to be out April twenty ninth. Hopefully that doesn't suck. Uh, I don't have high hopes. Yeah, we don't really. I just want to swing around and you know open a world as Spider Man. That's like Hopefully every Spider Man right. game. <laughs> and they, they have to have to have more than that because yeah, they do it every Spider Man game. Yeah. So. And uh, did we all see the uh, he the Arkham Knight? <gasps> yes, I forgot yes. about that. Holy yes. shit. Yeah, I'm like, well, why haven't we talked about this? <laughs> the fucking Arkham Knight trailer. Oh my god, yeah, okay. Yeah, we have to spend a little bit of time on this. I totally forgot. Yeah, I did just see that, and it looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, when, I, when I first saw the Arkham Knight, that the trailer was up, I was like, they're making another Batman game, Arkham Origins. And then right when the trailer comes up, it says, boom, rock steady. And I instantly, like, I instantly had to go watch the rest of the toilet, watch the rest of the trailer on the toilet. Because <laughs> I was shitting myself with glee. Yay! Rocksteady's back. If you didn't know that Rocksteady, they made the they made Arkham Asylum, which was fantastic. They made mm-hmm. Arkham City, which was fantastic, fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then they let WB Montreal make Arkham Origins, 
which was basically just Arkham City and a half. It was yes. basically like a giant piece of DLC. Yes. Yeah. It was. It, it, the thing is, it wasn't as polished as the Rocksteady games. There no. were issues with like. What? Uh, I'm agreeing. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, there were issues with it, but not being able to grab up to certain places and just finer details that weren't in there that Rocksteady would have seen too. And now it makes sense that WB Games has actually done the Activision uh, Call of Duty style thing. They said, okay, we're going to put up this Batman game because we know it's going to sell. We're going to have a different studio work on it. And then next year, we're going to have another one that's going to be made by the real people. And it's going to be the legit one. Yeah, so they... have any wonky multiplayer. And it's going to have the fucking Batmobile in it. The Batmobile looks awesome. It it looks like the the one from the Dark Knight movies. Mm-hmm. It looks a combination of the Tim Burton thing, yeah. but with the with the uh, like the cockpit Christian there. Bale Dark Knight movies, yeah, yeah. I like the uh, the also four lights the on the front. In there, for whatever reason. What's that? Also, a little bit of Transformers. It's all like platy, and parts are a movie, so it kind of reminds me of the Transformers. Even the suit kind of does that. Hmm. Yeah, neat. But they, uh, so it's going to be five times larger than Arkham City. Holy shit. So you can drive around in your, in your fucking Batmobile. Oh, so awesome. Which we've asked for forever. There's no multiplayer whatsoever, but, you know, it's, it's an okay trade-off for a well-polished game. That's fine with me. There's going to be riots of up to 50 characters on screen at the same time. Whoa. This is all specifically for next gen right there's no this, current gen yes it's just next gen just yeah. ps4 just uh 360 and piece or just xbone and and uh pc oh my god that's exciting so built from the ground up for next gen yes yeah and kevin conroy is coming back as batman now here's the thing <laughs> so there's a big thing about him talking about being in a batman game when arkham mm-hmm. origins was being announced this is the game he was talking about cuz mm-hmm. he was getting confused thinking he was talking about Arkham Knight, this game, yeah. when Arkham Origins is being released, he was like, yeah, I was having a lot of fun being on the Batman game. Everyone's like, wait, what? You never actually said Arkham Origins. You just said the Batman game. So it shows right. they've been working on this game even before Arkham Origins came out. Yeah, yeah, this just confirms it. Yeah. So we're having Kevin Conroy, the true Batman voice, coming back. Uh, and playable Harley Quinn. We'll see how that goes now that Joker's gone. Uh, spoiler alert, sorry. And... It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I. All signs point to amazing. All signs point, and it's coming out October. Fuck, I forgot the release date. I think they said October. It definitely said later on this year. Yeah, October 29th, I want to say, but I'm not completely sure. It's definitely coming out in October. Well, historically well, they come out in October. Hmm? Historically, they've been coming out in October. Yeah, so that makes sense. Oh boy! So it was just that one trailer, but um, I'm sure we'll be getting more news and tidbits as uh as the months go on. Yeah, they they've already said that they're introducing a brand new villain for the movie or for the game. Like brand new to the series or brand new to Batman? Brand new to Batman. Huh. So it's not so just we'll gonna be Scarecrow. Well, not, I mean, Scarecrow's Scarecrow. gonna be in it because they already had Scarecrow doing some voicing stuff in the trailer, and they already alluded to that in Arkham City. Um, oh, also Hush, me. too. But he may not be the main villain Yeah, I don't think he's going to be the main, main dude. In the same way, Hugo Strange wasn't really the main villain of Arkham City. Yes, that same manner. Um, I know that I don't want to talk over you. I tried to talk over you guys. But uh, Hush has been rumored to be a yeah. big uh, guy in this. That's, that's just rumored, though. 
we don't have confirmation on that. Okay. So yeah, Arkham fucking Arkham Knight, Batman Arkham Knight, October next gen consoles, which is now current gen, but awesome. Also, uh, IGN's been talking with Kojima regarding Metal Gear Solid Five, and a lot of interesting things have come out about that. Really, the fact that uh, Phantom Pain is going to be two hundred times larger than Ground Zeroes. That's... 200 times. He says it's so big, people might not even finish it. What? Yeah, yeah. He, he's afraid that people are just going to, <laughs> are not going to go through with it all the way because it's so big and there's so many things you can do. I think he's um, underestimating his fan base. Well, mm-hmm. he, he looks at, he looks at the, the large picture, and really, a lot of people don't finish video games. Most people who buy video games, they play them for a little bit, and then they don't finish them. I can see that. So he's afraid he's made his game too big that people aren't going to actually go through and, and finish it to the end. Maybe yeah. it was a good thing if they, they split it up. They split up Ground Zeroes and Phantom Pain. I can see that making sense for a normal game. This is fucking Metal Gear Solid. Like the, yeah. The, the, the legacy of this game and the fan base is so strong for this game mm-hmm. that I people that are like running out to get Ground Zeroes are going to be the ones that are getting out are running out to get Phantom Pain. Yeah. And they're going to play every single inch of that game. I know I am. Scour every inch for everything. I mean, the game's already been rated mature, and it's got the, I think it's the first time we've ever seen the uh, sexual violence caveat in there. Whoa. And jeez. If you look through the ESRB's uh, scripts and on, on notes on it, it's the, it says specifically that there is a scene, it's just a recording of a woman getting... Uh, What's, what's the bad way of interviewing somebody? Interrogated, yeah. Okay. Woman getting interrogated, and the recording ends with her screaming and her clothes being ripped off, and yeah, it ends. I heard about that, actually. It's and probably that that silent chick, the sniper chick. Maybe. Maybe that's why she barely wears clothes in the game. Yeah. But Kojima even said that, uh, regarding regarding the, the way that they're going to handle sensitive things, he says... If we don't cross that line, if we don't make attempts with what we want to express, if we don't go beyond that, we won't be able to achieve what movies or novels have achieved. It's trying to go beyond what the original media was supposed to be. If we don't go this far, games will never be considered as culture. That's kind of weird, though. I mean, we have to be, like, not vulgar, but we have to be shocking in video games to be considered part of normal media? You have you know, well, yeah. People still think of video games. They still think of Mario. When you say video game, they instantly think, "Oh, Mario, children's toys." There are a lot of guys like us who know that they can be mature, know that, that they can be cinematic, know that they can be art. But mm-hmm. for the most part, most of the world still thinks they're just toys. That's so, why people are buying their kids Call of Duties and shit, not realizing this is a mature thing. I don't. I don't get the point of it, though. I mean, you slap the M rating on there. You have a game that's titled Grand Theft Auto. You know, like, people should know by now they're mature. It's trying to get people on the side of, well, this is actual legitimate art. How is shock value going to add to that? Well, it's not just art. It's the fact that it is something that needs to be handled with a bit of responsibility. There should be any piece of media, anything, even just pictures it on the internet. It should be. It really should be. You see, you're very open-minded. You can't even see that people still look at these as... as child's playthings and it's so 
so vulgar, so uh, surprising when there is violence or nudity in this media, when really it's just like another form of media. And he wants it to be, he wants people to, to think like you think right now, to be open-minded and fantastic, because you're fantastic. Thank you. I just don't think that going the shock value route is the right way to do it. Right. I, I don't understand. I get his point, but I don't understand why rape has to be the catalyst that moves video games in a new direction. Yeah. I just this, think it's a this, weird road to take. His quote isn't regarding the rape specifically. There's a lot of a lot of mature elements in, in the game. Yeah, he's talking about bigger picture stuff, but it comes down to what he is alluding to is rape. Yeah. No, no, no. He's he's really alluding to another scene in the game where somebody's getting their organs and stuff removed. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Most people know video games can get pretty violent. I mean, that's that dominates the news now. I mean, the Republicans are trying to make that a huge talking point, uh, trying to clamp down on games and stuff. It shouldn't be. When you have right. a mature rating on it, it should be treated just like a mature movie or oh, absolutely. You know, a mature book or anything. Yeah. And that's what he's trying to make people understand that these video games can be mature. They're not just kids' games. Ken Levine said the same thing when he was doing Bioshock and people were saying, Oh, it's so violent when you're smashing dudes' heads open with, you know, your 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 hook thing. But what, what's that shit called? Skyhook. Yeah, uh, yeah. And he said, We have responsibility to show the complete violence in, in this media that we make so that you don't think it's okay to just smash somebody's head open and then the coins come out. I guess, but I mean, like, why, why do that with a message like that? Shouldn't it just lend to the story? Like, isn't it that the point? It does lend to the story as well. It's not just the point of shocking you. It's having it in there, mixing it with the story, and not censoring it just because it's a video game. That's a good That's point. That's what he's saying. Don't censor this. Don't take out the blood and violence just because it's supposed to be a kid's toy. It's not a kid's toy. It is another form of media that can be considered as art. I guess it's just a fine, it's a, it's a fine line to cross to be like, is this for the story or is this to push the envelope? Right. Yeah, and you're never really going to be able to tell Kojima because he likes throwing crazy shit in there and titties and whatnot anyways. And he shouldn't stop because that's like his thing. You know, if he wants to put exactly. that in his game, it's what... Adds to the, the quirky charms of Metal Gear. Yeah. Alright. I'm getting to the game now. Yep. Hope game you guys time. are ready. Alright, so here's what I'm doing. The game is, I'm going to give you guys each separately 30 seconds to list as many characters as you can from the franchise I give you. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, so what I'm going to do... You have a pen I could uh, mark these down with over here? I could just keep it in my head, but I feel like... Okay. Now, I know you guys know these series well enough to not just list off like completely wrong answers, so I'm just going to try to get like the numbers down, how many you can list. So, um, Ryan, I'm going to start with you. Alright. So you got 30 seconds. I'm just going to look at the recording time here pass by. And you, I'm going to give you your, your topic right when I start with the 30 seconds. This is to discourage cheating, because Dredd revealed that he likes to cheat and likes to look <laughs> stuff up on the internet. What? Even for friendly games. Yeah, don't act all innocent. Mm -hmm. No, I was kidding, right? <laughs> all right, so here's... Seriously, your... I was kidding. Yeah, no, that's, that's cool, but 
I'm still just make sure. So, uh, all right, Ryan, you got 30 seconds. All right. Your topic is Star Wars. Go. Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Princess Leia, Chewbacca, Boba Fett. Oh, man. Emperor Palpatine, Yoda, uh, Lando. Uh, oh, I'm like blanking You're up. <laughs> Damn, that's it. All right, I got uh, nine. Pretty sure that's, uh, yeah, okay. So you got nine. Nine. Pretty sure that's correct. Hmm. 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 I'll, I'll re-listen to the episode later. If I'm wrong, I'll <laughs> do a little disclaimer at the end. But yeah, okay, so you got nine. So, Dread, you got to beat nine. Okay. We're coming up on 30-second mark here. And your topic is Metal Gear Solid. Go. Solid Snake, Liquid Snake, uh... Revolver Ocelot, Frank Yeager, uh, Solidus Snake, uh, Decoy Octopus, wait, that the right one? Uh, Meryl Streep, uh, Colonel, Meryl Streep, <laughs> Meryl Campbell, <laughs> Colonel Campbell, Otacon, a, what's her fucking name? Uh, fucking. 30 seconds. Brighton, sorry. Oh, I got nine too, nine to nine. Yeah. Meryl Streep. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't count it until you were like secure on it. You're like, Meryl Streep? No. Mer Meryl Campbell. I'm like, all right. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> what if Meryl Streep was in the game? Meryl fun. Streep, tour de force performance in Metal Gear. <laughs> ah, so we got a tie. I'll go back and review the results if I'm wrong. Emma Emmerich. Wrong. That was her fucking name. What was it? Emma Emmerich. E.E. -E. Yeah. I was like, Otacon girl. <laughs> the Otacon sister. Uh. <laughs> well, I think I might have only got eight. Okay, well, shit. What I was going to have was the winner of the game didn't have to come up with next week's game. So then... Okay, so since it's a tie, I'll come up with the game again for next week. The winner of next week... Doesn't have to come up the game, so the loser has to be the one that comes up with it, and then I'll be part of the game that time, and then I can compete to not have to come up with the game for next week. There you go. You guys cool with that? Totally cool with that. No homework, yay! Yeah, no homework, other than looking up new shits. <laughs> Alright, well that was episode two. You guys, uh... Send emails, if you feel like it. Greater than real at gmail.com. It's confirmed. That's a real one. I made it. Go check it out. Uh, yep, we're on iTunes, and you can see us at uh, greaterthanreal.com. There's some blogs on there. Some uh, the, with the episodes, you can stream it from there. Download us to your Zoom. We all have those, right? Yeah, Zoom, Zooms. Those are things still, yes. right? Yes. The Zoom Marketplace. Is that My still original going? model Zoom is still running. Is it really? No. <laughs> Who has a Zoom? Get out of here. Nobody. <laughs> Alright, thanks for listening. See you later, guys. The beam bridge seeming to be the bridge spanner. All manner of planks gets employed under the banner of progress.
85 yards the max nobody permits to the bottom of ravines intact and so the trust bridge must be seen as an improvement cantilever even receiving the translucent inducement to get wrecked high tech but watch the first the fourth the fall in the drink one should expect and so you step with the arch bridge point to every zenith say that gravity's smart you said those stones just like a genius but i've seen this tumble like crumbs from cookies lips the aqueducts no longer seem to irrigate worth spit the suspension bridge could go like seven thousand feet but it's seven plus one from here to where i want to be so i free up the styrofoam peanuts that i've been packing if i'm lacking in boats it's because i'm fearful of the cracking now i'm stacking little floaters and i'm banding them together i could travel over water in this manner to wherever if the bonds hold tight let's take a hike to honolulu and you'll be whistling the praises of the float bridge too